2: The names have been changed to protect the innocent. You're a detective sergeant. You're assigned a narcotics detail. You get a tip that a man is peddling heroin at his place of residence. He's a known user. Your job? Check it out. the documented drama of an actual crime. For the next 30 minutes, in cooperation with the Los Angeles Police Department, you will travel step by step on the side of the law to an actual case transcribed from official police files. From beginning to end, from crime to punishment, Dragnet is the story of your police force in action.
3: It was Tuesday, September 6th. It was hot in Los Angeles. We were working the night watch out of narcotics detail. My partner is Frank Smith, the boss is Captain Walter. My name's Friday. We're on our way out from the office, and it was 9.33 p.m. when we got to the corner of 8th and Temple. Converted garage. Is that the right address? Yeah, I don't you swing around here at the corner. We can park cross street up there. Okay. Yeah, right up here will do. All right. Sure isn't much of a house. Looks more like a store or something. Yeah. You sure that's where he's living, Joe? Yeah, Nikki says the place used to be a garage. Oh. Uh-huh. Fellow ran it went broke. He turned it into living quarters. Oh, I see. How long has Denson been staying here? About six months. Alone? Well, he's got his family with him. Wife, two or three kids. All right. Now, what do you think? Should we tap him now? Let's give it a couple of minutes, see if he's drawn any customers. OK. Is this Mickey sure about all this? Yeah, he says he is. Says Denson's loaded for action, 30 or 40 caps. Just got him tonight, huh? Yeah. Nicky, know who he got him from? If he does, he wouldn't tell me. Joe. Hmm? I'm Yeah. Must be the wife wonder who she's looking for. Well, I don't see anybody. If she doesn't either. Well, well, that might make it a little easier for us. What do you mean? She left the door open. Approximately <laughs> 45 minutes earlier, we'd received a telephone call from an informant named Nikki Corbin. Corbin had reported that Slim Denson, the known narcotics user who lived at the corner of Temple and Eighth, had some 30 or 40 caps of heroin in his possession. Corbin said Denson was getting ready to push the stuff. Frank and I waited across the street from the Denson residence for 26 minutes. During that time, no one came in or out of the house, but the front door remained open. 9.59 p.m., a young man turned the corner and headed into the converted garage. Five minutes later, he reappeared and started down the street. Should we talk to him? Yeah. Wait a minute, Frank. Huh? I guess he forgot something. Yeah. Going back inside. Well, let's give him some company. The man re-entered the Denson residence. As soon as he disappeared through the front door, I moved in after him. At the same time, Frank went around to the rear of the building. The garage had been crudely partitioned into rooms, and the front area contained an overstuffed sofa, a dining room table and chairs, and a TV set. In addition to the young man who had gone in ahead of me, there were two other people in the room. The woman who had previously appeared in the doorway and a sallow faced middle-aged man. Now, hold on, Mister. where you Please, Doctor, no? you're under arrest. Please? That's right.
4: Don't move any of you. That's fine time for you to be showing up. You ought to be ashamed. How's uh, that? Three hours ago. That's when you should have been here. That's when we needed you.
3: Oh, now, take it easy, Alice. Don't start raising those things.
4: Little girl, only seven years old, running around the city like this. Lord knows what could have happened to her. You call her copy. Don't even show up till three hours later.
3: I told you, hold your mouth.
4: Else is my baby. I was half out of my mind when she didn't come home from school. No thanks to you that she got home at all.
3: I don't know what you're talking about, lady.
4: Elsie, that's what I'm talking about. My baby.
3: Yeah. Anybody else around, Frank? Yeah, a couple of youngsters sleeping in one of the back rooms. That's it. All right. Now move over to that wall. Go on, move.
4: I heard such a thing. A little girl gets lost on her way home from school. You send for a policeman that treats you like you were You better
3: dead. get it straight, lady. You're under arrest. All of you. It hasn't got anything to do with your daughter.
4: Arrest? Hey, but
3: you, you can't arrest me. I ain't done anything. Is that so? you got to have a reason for picking somebody up, a good reason. Suspicion of violation of the State Narcotics Act. Is that good enough? What? Come on, over against the wall. Come on, move. I'll no, second, Joe. Well, I see you. you sure are making a mistake. Yeah, we always do.
4: Well, it's many mistakes. You plumb out of your mind, that's what y'all are. Sure. Cause y'all the kind of Elsie. I'm kind of, she got lost. You're all right, I to think. That's
3: why
4: we wanted you. Help find her. It didn't have nothing to do with no narcotics.
3: If your daughter was missing and you reported it, you'd have had plenty of help.
4: Of course we reported it three hours ago. That's when you called them, Slim. Huh? When you went down to the store, you said you was going to use the phone. Oh. Well, you called them, didn't you? I guess maybe I forgot. Forgot? Your own flesh and blood? Your own baby? What's the difference? She's home, ain't she? she a lot of difference. You give me your word. But look,
3: call. look, look. You found your little girl. You got something else to worry about now. I sure don't know what you're aiming at Mister. You don't, huh? Neither do I. You're accusing me of having something to do with narcotics, and I ain't never been mixed up with dope. I I never even touched the stuff, not once. Well, then we'll start with you. Well, go right ahead. I ain't got nothing to hide. What's your name? Boston, Jerry Boston. How old are you? 23. You live around here? Down the street, four houses east. What do you do for a living, Jerry? I work in a filling station over on Pico. You married? Yeah. You got any kids? No, not yet. We're expecting one next month. Mm -hmm. Where do you think you're going I just wanted to see if the youngsters are still. Just right here. They'll be all right.
4: Well, you're only talking to Jerry. I don't know We'll why. get
3: around to you soon enough. Now, why don't you sit down and take it easy, lady? Better do like says, uh, huh? A bully and a pussy in our own home. Why'd you come over here tonight, Jerry? Well, I heard about Elsie that she was missing. I wanted to find out they found her. Huh? You came in, you went out, and then you came back in again. Is that it? Yeah, that's right. Well? Well, Kitty wanted me to ask Mrs. Denson here something. Kitty's my wife. Yeah. I forgot when I was here first, so I had to come back. What was it your wife wanted to find out? Come on, Jerry. Oh, Wasn't nothing important? Just, just something about when you having a baby. Uh-huh. You want to step over here now, Jerry? Huh? Over here, please. Side the table. Sure. All right. Empty your pockets, will you? Yes, sir. Take everything out. All right. That's yes, it. All right. I'll turn the pockets inside, out. money you got today? 20, 25 bucks. You always say that much cash, too. Well, I got paid today. Mm-hmm. Okay, son, roll up your sleeves. Do what? Your sleeves. Come on, roll them up. Okay. All right. It's a little higher. Come on. Okay. Okay, roll them back down. You and the dancers pretty good friends, are you? Oh, well, we're neighbors. Mm-hmm. How long you know each other? Four or five months, I guess. However long they've been living here. What the heck are you doing with that lamp? Why, is the light bother It's kind of bright when you're looking right into it. Okay, Jerry, put your stuff back in your pocket. Now take a seat someplace. Hey, wait a minute. You mean I got to stay here? For the time being, yeah. Uh... look, Kitty will be worried. I only thought I was going to be gone a couple of minutes. idea of putting a nice young fellow like Jerry through all this foolishness. Well, let's see how well you do it now, Denson. Huh? Come on, over here. You already been wrong once, Ed. Maybe. No sense scaring all like this. No sense at all. Now, why don't you fellas just admit you made a mistake and go on your way? Over here. Come on, quit stalling, will you? Move. Now, go ahead. You empty your pocket. Is that all of it? You got every little doodad. Turn them inside out. Whatever you say. What do you do for a living? Well, at the moment, I'm sort of looking around, you might say. Yeah, I bet you uh, are. You got a family, Denson? How are you feeding? Oh, we manage. We manage pretty good. How?
4: Don't you worry none about my children. Ain't going hungry as long as I can work.
3: Are you live off your wife, do you? Now, I ain't no way to put it at all. She's just helping out while I'm having a rough spell. All right, Denson, roll up your please, man. You? Come on, get them up, will you? <clears throat> Frank. In the southern pacific yeah well look here i must have scratched myself the other day you know i was doing some carpenter work how long have you been a high fella afraid i don't know what you mean quit wasting our time jensen now how long well i reckon there ain't no point in lying to you gentlemen fact of the matter is i did do a little chipping once in a while when i was young mm-hmm. of course that was some years Those ago marks haven't even started scarring yet hmm? and from the looks of them you're building up to a big batch of infections there must be them scratches i was telling you about all right, Denton, where is it? Huh? The stuff. Where'd you stack it? Come on, Denson. We know you got 30 caps. We're going to find it anyway, so why hold up? Thirty caps? A guy like me couldn't afford that much stuff. Now, nah, you ought to have more sense. What'd you do? Give it to your wife? You ought to say a thing like that. Well, even if I did have a little h, I sure wouldn't want her to get involved. Last person in the world. Now, you can say whatever you got a mind to, where I'm concerned. Now you just leave her out of this. You're pretty anxious to go into the bedroom a little while ago, Mrs. Denson. I told you leave her out. Now, if you won't do what I tell Take you. It, easy, Denson. it don't matter what happens to me. You can lock me up. Give me the gas chamber, don't matter, but my wife, she's a fine woman. I won't have you attacking her reputation. You can throw me in jail if you want to. Stand me up in front of a firing squad. Right. Come on, Denson. But there's no reason to drag hey, her out in town. Sit down. She ain't done nothing. No reason to drag her in. How about it, Miss Denson? I just don't know what you're
4: looking for, Mr. I swear I don't.
3: Well, either you've still got it on you, or you've got it in the bedroom. Which is it? Well, you're not giving us any choice. Guess you better put in a call to the office, Frank. Yeah. Ask them to send a team over to take this joint apart. Right. Tell them we're bringing in a couple of suspects, see if they can get a policewoman to stand by so there'll be somebody to search Mrs. Denson when we get there. All
4: right. Now, you just wait a minute, mister. Can't arrest us. Not both Slim and me. Is that right? What about my youngsters? I won't leave them here alone.
3: Can you get somebody to stay with them?
4: Well, I guess Josie will be home before too long. Who's Josie? Our oldest girl. Where's she now? Went to the movies with, with her boyfriend. She's full-grown, almost nineteen.
3: How soon do you expect her back?
4: I don't know for sure. Pretty soon. Now, maybe.
3: Uh-uh. We can't wait that long. Looks like we have six kids in too. All right, John, tell them downtown.
4: Yeah, that explains me. What they're saying. Yeah. You just gonna sit there? You gonna let them drag our youngsters out of bed in the middle of the night?
3: Isn't there a thing I can do, hon? I tried to tell him. You heard me try. I'm
4: not gonna have my kids in jail. Not for you. Not for nobody.
3: It ain't right to get a man through his family, Mr. Tiff. Yeah. I told you before. It don't make no difference what becomes of me. You can send me away. You can put me in prison the rest of my life. You can give me the gas chamber. Oh, okay. You all through now? <sighs> you see, hon, I tried. I want to go ahead with the call, Frank? Yeah. Probably take five or ten minutes to get the kids dressed, then we'll shove off. All
4: right. I ain't gonna stand for it, Slim. I warned you. Those kids ain't going to jail on account of you. Well? He asked me to hide it when we heard Jerry Boston coming up the block. Well. I put it inside my dress. All right, if I turn around. Yeah. I reckon this just what you want.
3: You know better than this, Miss Benson. Huh? There's no H in here. This is just his layout.
4: It's, it's what he gave you. You're married
3: to a guy who's been hooked for a long time. You got a pretty good idea what this stuff looks like. We're not gonna waste any more time here. Either you give us the caps and go downtown, all for it. I-
4: I'll get him for you.
3: You just tell us where they are. Don't listen to him, Alex, honey. Don't listen.
4: Bedroom.
3: Which one?
4: Where the kids are sitting. Go on. Under the pillar. Under Elsie's pillow, that's where he put it. See the younger? Yes, sir. I'd appreciate it if you would try not to wake her. She did a lot of wandering around when she's lost. She's all tuckered out. I had to tell him, Slim. I had to.
3: It sure was a lousy trick, mister. What's that? Holding them youngsters over her head, making a fret about them just so you could break her down. Mm-hmm. Real lousy. You ain't got no kids you own, have you? No. Well, that's how I had it figured. The way you talked Alice, the way you kept on her. Parents wouldn't act that way. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years. Not a real parent, that is. Well, there's just one thing that I don't understand here, Benson. What's that? How would you know? <laughs> in the children's bedroom, Frank found an envelope which contained 32 caps of heroin. Denson admitted that the eight belonged to him, but he refused to tell us where he'd acquired it. Jerry Boston denied any knowledge of the drug. We made arrangements for the two Denson children to be placed under protective custody of the juvenile division. 10.42 p.m., we took the Denson's and Jerry Boston down to the narcotics bureau for further questioning. Our investigation revealed that Boston was not implicated in the case, and he was released. 11.17 p.m. While Frank interrogated the Denson woman, I talked to her husband in the adjoining room. Oh, I never saw the like. You sure are hard to satisfy, mister. I told you the stuff was mine. Now, what more do you want? It just doesn't add up, Denson. I we'll don't see why not. Well, you called it back at your place. What's me? Well, where would a hype like you get enough money to buy 32 caps? Well, I had me a little extra put away. Price was right, so I made a buy. I oh, no, don't give me that. You're scratching just to keep even with your habits. I'll bet you hooked. Now, we've seen the marks on your arm. You want me to guess? Three caps a day. That about it?
0: <sighs>
3: all right, Denson, who's the stuff belong to? Look, fella, you're dead. We can make you on possession, maybe even on sale. Sale? Huh. You must be off your rocket. You know I never sold none of them. The story we got, you're already to start pushing. For all we know, you started. Anybody told you that, he's a liar. Mm-hmm. I ain't no pusher, never have been. Then what are you doing with 32 caps? I keep telling you, mister, they were cheap. How cheap? Five bucks a cap. Now, that's mighty reasonable for them these days. 165 bucks isn't reasonable. You never saw that much money. All right, who'd you buy them from? Ooh, wouldn't be nobody you know. Well, why don't you try me? I don't know myself. Uh-huh. Ain't from LA. Yeah. I met him last week, took a trip down south, across the border. Oh, sure you did. That's how come I made me such a good buy? You bet. Now, you listen, Benson. We didn't drop in on you tonight just because we were in the neighborhood. Not so. We wouldn't have been there if we didn't have information. You know that as well as I do. Well? Our info is that you just got those caps tonight. Well, I tell you, somebody sure has been spreading a lot of wild stories about me. They've been on the nose so far. Where are you spending your time these days? I reckon we covered that before. Well, I reckon we'll try it again. (laughs) I stayed at home, mostly. Were you home yesterday? Sure was. Day before? Yeah, as far as I can remember. A real homebody, aren't you? Figure ought to stick pretty close, seeing as how the wife's working. Well, that's sure considerate of you. When was the last time you were downtown? Whereabouts downtown? Maine, Alameda, anywhere in there. Afraid I just don't recall. Last week, maybe? Oh, no, it wouldn't have been last week. I wasn't feeling rightly. Didn't go no place last week. Then how'd you get to Mexico? Guess my memory ain't as good as it used to be. Reckon I'm kind of mixed up. You sure are. Right in here, please. Sit right over there. Now, now, honey, you take it easy. They can't do nothing to you. She knew where the stuff was. That ties her right into possession.
4: Told you where to find it. What else do you want?
3: Who do the caps belong to, Mrs. Denson?
4: This is They belong to him. Where'd he get them? I don't know. Honest, I don't.
3: Did you have any visitors tonight besides Jerry Boston? Well, come on.
4: I can't think of nobody. Slim, you've got to do something. you got to get me out of here. Any
3: single solitary thing I can do, huh? Well. I want
4: to know what's happened to my
3: kids. All oh, right, take it easy, lady. They're in good hands.
4: I want to know. They ain't never been away from me, not since they was born. They'll be all upset if I'm not there. Can't you understand how I feel? Yes, we can. <laughs> my fault, anyway. It's all my fault. No, no, no. You oughtn't talk like that. Well, it is. I should have left you, Slim. I should have left you 10 years ago when you first started digging dope. We wouldn't have had the other two kids. It'd just be Josie. Bad enough, what's happened to her? Well,
3: uh, uh, if you start worrying about Joe?
4: That time somebody worried about her, ain't it? Going out with a married man. It wasn't for you and your dirty, fittersy dope You'd Never met him. Alice, I'm telling
3: you, shut up. That's enough out of you, then.
4: Oh, sure. He can't do no wrong as far as you're concerned. God give you a free bindle, that makes him a fine fella, don't it? Fit company for your daughter.
3: Who are you talking about, Miss Denson?
4: Clark Helvey. That's who. He's the one to give Slim them caps. He's the one going out with Josie. Good thing you know she'll be on the stuff, too. Just like a father.
3: Is that who she's with tonight? Helvey.
4: Tonight. Last night. Every night. i talked to her. i talked to her till I was blue in the face. Just like a father, that's what she is. Just like him. You know where they went? They said to the movies...
3: No reason to believe him, though. You could have given us all this, Benson. Well, they weren't my caps. I was just keeping them for Perk. Until he brought Josie home tonight. Boy, he finds out what's happened. He sure gonna blow his sack. Yeah. Guess maybe I got to shooting off my mouth too much. About having them 32 caps. Made me feel like a big man. Never had that much stuff for my whole life. Told some of the other boys it was mine. Just showed you how you can get in trouble from a little exaggerating. Yeah. Only had them cats a couple hours before you fellas showed up. A couple of hours. That's well, it took. Look at this here mess on me. Oh, no, it took you a little longer than that, didn't you?
4: What do you mean? Ten
3: years. From previous investigations, Frank and I knew that Perk Elvey was involved in the narcotics trade. He'd been arrested several times for possession, but so far he'd always managed to escape conviction. At the time of his last arrest some five months ago, he had been in the company of his wife, Marjorie. When the wife was searched, three ounces of heroin were found on her person. Marjorie Helvey had not been known to us as a pusher or a user. But when her husband was questioned, he denied any knowledge of the dope. His wife was sentenced to a term at the Women's State Prison. 12.08 a.m., Frank and I drove back to the Denson residence. The place was deserted. We went inside to wait for Helvey and Josie Denson. 1.16 a.m. Well, if he wouldn't cop out to save his own wife, he's not going to give us anything. No. Well, that sure is some family. Well, mm. I can't help feeling sorry for the kids, though. Yeah, let me, too. Wait a minute. Oh, he's out in front, yeah. Yeah. How do you want to work it? Well, let's split him up. I'll talk to the girl, and you take him in the other room and see what you can get. All right. Do I come in for
5: a sec?
3: Yeah, that's left somebody remember? <laughs> I You sure, hope the old man didn't shoot too many of my camps. Perk. Police officer, you're under arrest. Don't try anything, Elvie. Okay. Hey, yeah.
4: what's going on here? Where is everybody? The folks are out. What'd they do, get
3: themselves pinned? Let me see your purse. Sure. Thing you want
5: to help
3: yourself. Come on, move over here. Uh, Keep your hands out of your pockets and stand still. Okay. It's a good thing I ain't ticklish, huh? Yeah, all right. All right. Come on, Elvie. Huh? I want to talk to you. I'll be back. Yeah, sure.
5: What'd you guys do? Draw straws for us? You don't look so sad about it, honey. You won. I'm
3: not so sure of that.
5: I got the smart one, huh?
3: Your mother and father have been arrested. Oh? And it's not going to go easy on them.
5: Who cares? The old man's a bum. Always has been. When I was a little girl, he was a lush. Now he's a hype. I don't notice
3: any change. What about your mother? What about her? She's been trying to hold the family together, hasn't she?
5: Might be
3: better if it fell apart. I'm going to give it straight to you, young lady. Your folks say that the caps we found belong to your friend Perk Helvey. Is that true? I wouldn't know. You'd know if you wanted to. It's going to be their word against his unless you step in.
5: Include me out.
3: Maybe you got a beef against your father. Maybe. Whatever you give me won't help him much. Might make a difference in your mother's case, though.
5: Oh, come on. You don't care any more about my folks than I do. You're after Perk. It was his stuff, wasn't it? I don't know.
3: You better think it over.
5: Why should I?
3: You don't mean anything to him.
5: is isn't what he tells
3: me. He's got a wife, hasn't he?
5: The way I hear it, she's out of town.
3: You know who sent her there? Nothing to keep the same thing from happening to you.
5: It won't.
3: You ever seen your mother cry, Josie? Well, I did tonight. She wasn't crying for herself either. It was for you and your kid sisters. You got a choice. Who's it gonna be? Your mother or that two bit pusher in there?
5: Not a very nice way to talk about a friend of mine, is it?
3: Is that your answer?
5: I had a big night. I'm kinda tired. She got nothing on me, so I think I'll just toddle off to bed.
3: You just stay put. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure with you yet. Stay here.
5: You were through before you ever started.
3: She doesn't care about her mother or anybody else. It'd be easier to crack Elvie. I think. No, it was. but He copped up. So this stuff is his. He's got some more in his car. What turned the key? I don't know. Maybe he likes this car. Oh, maybe that's why he held back on his wife, to get rid of her.
4: When you guys get done
5: comparing notes, I'd like to get a little shut-eye. We're done. Now you're playing it smart. No point in running into a stone wall, is there?
3: Your mind's made up, huh?
5: It's a general idea. If you want to pin something on Perk, you'd better look someplace else. We don't
3: have to, and we don't need you either. What? Neither does your mother. For her sake, I'm glad she doesn't.
5: What are you trying to hand? I'm not
3: handing you anything. Perk gave us what we asked for, more than enough.
5: I don't believe you. Why
3: should he? Well, you better ask him.
5: Don't make any sense. I would have backed him up. Whatever he told you. He knows that. Sure he does. Crazy jerk. Probably thinks he's doing me a favor, helping out my folks. Some joke, huh?
3: Yeah. Who's it on? <laughs>
2: The story you've just heard is true. The names were changed to protect the innocent. On December 28th, trial was held in Department 98 Superior Court of the State of California in and for the county of Los Angeles. In a moment, the results of that (laughs) trial. Percy Foster Helsey entered a plea of guilty and was sentenced for violation of the State Narcotics Act, a felony. Porter Slim Denson and Josephine Annabelle Denson were tried and convicted of violation of the State Narcotics Act of Felony. Violation of the State Narcotics Act of Felony is punishable by imprisonment for a period of from five years to life. The two young Denson children were placed under 24-hour supervision in a foster home. You have just heard Dragnet. A series of authentic cases from official files. Technical advice comes from the office of Chief of Police, W.H. Parker, Los Angeles Police Department. Technical advisors, Captain Jack Donahoe, Sergeant Marty Wynn, Sergeant Vance Fraser. Heard tonight were Ben Alexander, Virginia Gregg, Jack Crucian, Joyce McCluskey, Herb Ellis. Script by Frank Burt. Music by Walter Schumann. Hal Gibney speaking. Watch an entirely different Dragnet case history each week on your local NBC television station. Please check your newspapers for the day and time. Chesterfield has brought you Dragnet, transcribed from Los Angeles.